this NASCAR fantasy strategy edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. 15% off of everything when you use promo code PLAYOFFS. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and today we have a very special third seat. This man probably puts in... I, I, listen, I, I think we put in some work, but dude, this guy makes everybody in the space look bad. He is Ryan Rance from iFantasyRace.com. Ryan, buddy, you, my friend, have single-handedly made our jobs easier because of the work that you put in and all of the stats that you pull and all of the the ways that research is 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 made fun. But uh, we have the honor now of talking to you and just picking your brain for information as we get ready for this 2024 season. So welcome in, Ryan, to the show. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Absolutely. Cody, buddy, how are you? I, I know that you're uh, shuffling your way through what is it? Forty inches of snow right now. I think is is that the final yeah, count? Forty, sixty. It's it's a lot. It's uh, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah, I, all I know is that you're still plowing through. Thankfully, you made it from uh, your living room to the downstairs. I'm sure you weren't snowed in there. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know it's, we got so much snow. It's going to start coming inside soon. I think so. Hopefully, I'll be able to keep getting down here. Oh my god, I couldn't even imagine. Like if one day I woke up and literally like my entire fourth room was was all snowed in I, I think i would probably cry yeah it's been we're starting now it's yeah whatever we have 20 inches of snow on the ground now we're getting rain and snow mixtures it's creating a lot of melting and ice and it's it's a ton of fun so oh well <laughs> I, I don't know if you can tell cody but there that's that's called sunlight there's, there's sunlight coming i don't know what that is anymore <laughs> i yeah and, and ryan we, we established that you sir uh narrowly missed a, a pretty big storm yourself there i mean i'm coming from west michigan and i mean it can snow like crazy here i mean <laughs> last year around for right before the front subdivision you know you know if they, they can't plow the snow with the monster trucks you know that they use you know they have to bring in the front out and loaders you know it's bad oh my god <laughs> i couldn't even that's imagine rough. that's rough <laughs> uh all right well enough about the weather the icebreaker 
<laughs> is done. Um, we obviously we've been talking all all the last couple of weeks about the upcoming 2024 season. We've covered odds. We've covered all kinds of stuff, but we haven't really dug too deep into the entire fantasy aspect of of NASCAR and of the way you can play. I mean, I know we're a gambling podcast, but we've also done DFS in the past. Um, and so we, we've covered, uh, we touched on some NASCAR fantasy, but it pretty much, it exists first and foremost. I mean, for those of you guys who, who aren't really familiar, it exists and it's a pretty uh, niche market right now, but I have a feeling that as more people are brought aware of NASCAR fantasy, I think the popularity may start to explode alongside gambling. So, uh, but Ryan, you've been in the, the NASCAR fantasy space for a while how long, first of all, have you been in it, and and what have you seen over the last few years as far as growth in this market? I kind of feel like fantasy is almost taking a backseat to betting and DFS, but I mean, I guess DFS is sort of you know fantasy in a way. But overall, I kind of feel like fantasy is kind of it's kind of really shrunk, you know, over the recent years. I mean, ESPN has gone away, Yahoo has gone away, but when I first started, really was back in probably high school because. See, I had a graphic design class, so that was an hour of fantasy NASCAR before lunch for me. So, you know, somebody that, you know, it was supposed to be about the school uh, newspaper, but somebody <laughs> wrote a very bad article, you know, and then school newspaper part was canceled. So, you know, I had a lot, a lot of time for fantasy NASCAR. So then I did that, and then it really picked up in college, and we used to do a game at NASCAR.com, which was basically uh, kind of like head-to-head, player versus player. You know, I have a salary draft, which is really exciting, the 24-hour auction. And then, you know, I worked on some other websites. I worked at, uh, let's see, what was it? OneBadWill.com is really where I first started, which as people would know OneBadWill right now, it's uh, FRCS Pro. So that's really where I got my start. Then I worked there for a few years, you know, helping Darren, or for a little bit helping Darren. Then I did another site called OnPitRow, which doesn't exist anymore. But then in 2009, that's when I started iFantasyRace.com. I kind of figured, you know, doing the iFantasyRace.com is running the way I would want to run a fantasy website. Yeah, some of those tools I made are basically almost even for even if I just even if I'm the only person in the world who uses them, I like it. <laughs> well, I, I'm here to tell you, you're not the only person in the world that uses them. In fact, most of us in the industry love to pull it up. And I will say too, the very first time that I ever came across your site, I was I was a little bit. I thought, oh my god, uh, these are all fan. I thought it was about fantasy. I thought you were doing like uh, uh, racing on iRacing and then pulling the stats from that. So I, I had to I had to sort of get myself acquainted with it for a second because I was like, oh my God, this race never actually happened. Uh, this is a fantasy race. So I was, I had to stop for a second, but thank God I figured it out because it has been an invaluable tool for us. Uh, so, you know, I fantasy race.com is just about the same age as like, uh, I racing almost in a way, I think it's almost registered in like the same year. So I didn't know about it really. There you go. Huh. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, Cody, uh, I know you've got a ton of questions for Ryan. What, what, what do you got? Uh, say that again, Rod. You cut out I, on my end. Oh well, you're cutting out on my, my internet. Still, my internet's still uh, not recovering from all the snow. <laughs> oh my god, I'm, it's been snowed in. No, I was just saying. What what do you got for Ryan? Yeah, Cody's Cody's right now. Okay. Cody is is buried under a, a ton of snow. I tell you what, this would be a fantastic opportunity for us to step away for the first time and tell you about one of our great sponsors that we have. Let's tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100x with some spicy plays 
just keep an eye out. I'm pretty sure that as the clash gets closer, we are going to have ourselves some underdog plays for that as well. Also, keep an eye on George Kittle's receptions. I don't care what it ends at or what it even begins at. You take the more than for this weekend's game. George Kittle is going to have himself a game. You are going to have yourself a game on Underdog Fantasy. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog is going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Welcome back, Cody. As, ah, uh, I'm back. Hopefully, back. hopefully you can hear and see me this time. We can. <laughs> if you're on the traditional uh, channel, you may not know exactly what just happened because I'm probably going to cut the, most of that out. But <laughs> yeah, good idea. <laughs> for those of you on YouTube, you got to see the whole thing. So this is why you join YouTube. But um, yep. Cody, one more chance. What 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 do you got to ask Ryan? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was just curious. Uh, like, what got you into NASCAR? I mean, it sounds like. You've been a NASCAR fan. If you started playing NASCAR fantasy in high school, what? How did you get started into following NASCAR, liking NASCAR? What got you into it? I mean, I've always just really almost been like a NASCAR fan. I remember even in fifth grade, you know, doing the current events. I remember my article was uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. winning some sort of race. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it aged me a little bit. You know, but that's you know, awesome. I, no, that's that was great. my article. You know, and then. You know that, and you know Oklahoma City bombing. You know that you're you know not a good thing, but you know. But I mean, you know, that was is literally that was my current event then. I mean, I just always loved NASCAR. It's always I even used to run like a neighborhood league, which is where things really picked up for me. We had we're out we were about up to about twenty people. So, wow, nice. That's that's awesome. So what? Uh, so obviously you kind of got into the fantasy stuff then. Um, you know, in in high school and everything, and and progressed, and now you are where you are. What's your favorite part of, I mean, is there like a certain fantasy way you like to play? Is it DFS these days? Is it betting on, on NASCAR? What, like, what's your favorite way to get in on, on the action? I would say my neighborhood league was definitely my favorite way of all time. I mean, that was just like a special place in my heart, but things always age out, but that was yeah. definitely my number one. <laughs> That's awesome. That's I mean, awesome. it's always hard, you know, neighborhood leagues to keep stuff going forever. Oh yeah. Yeah, things change, times change, unfortunately. So that sucks. But sounds like it was a pretty fun league. It was. I mean, 20 people, live auction draft, you know, all gathered around the table in the basement of a hobby shop for draft day or around the kitchen counter. Man. So it <laughs> sounds like sounds like something I want to do now. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is why this is why you do this, you right? You you start yourself a nice little neighborhood league with all of your friends and family and and you got stuff to talk about on holidays. And that's also that's also how I got created in like the website stuff too, because I ran the the website for it. So ah. That kind of introduced that door for me, you know. Taught yourself the gateway. The gateway. Nice. The gateway. So it all ties in together. Then that website crashed, and then it got a little bit harder, you know. <laughs> so listen, let's talk about that website then, because that's that's kind of where we were going for this one. If you take a look at ifantasyrace.com, I mean, first of all, you're just going to be able to scroll and see everything i mean there's there's total speed rankings index there's loop data score there's green flag speed fastest late in a run i mean if you probably could think of the stat ryan's already thought of it and researched it so that's why it's it's a great resource for those of you who are out there in the betting world too i mean this is not just fantasy and, and i know that we'll, we'll talk more about fantasy here in a second and the strategies of how we're going about doing some of these but i want to i want to first focus on the research part of this because 
as a better, we're always looking for numbers. We're always looking for the the ways to to craft our bets and to to sort of back those bets up. I mean, and you've got everything in one place. You've got FanDuel, DraftKings, differentials. Like, you've got everything in one place. So, first of all, why? <laughs> and second of all, like, how much time does this take to compile all these stats? Too long. It takes too long. But uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, the crown jewel... I created the crown jewel stat this year or during the off season. It's my, one of my favorite stats is total speed rankings, which is obviously it's kind of like a more consumer friendly version of speed by segments because it makes the speed over the segments clear because before it be by the, by the point thousands, but you know, I made it consumer friendly one, two, three, four, you know, strictly based on speed over the segments, but my crown jewel that really doesn't come in place till place until about Las Vegas, because Studying speeds for Daytona, you know, that's that's kind of dumb to do. Studying speeds for Atlanta, that's really dumb to do. But, you know, at Las Vegas, will come to place. The total speed ranking, next-gen total speed rankings is my crown jewel. You can find it very clearly on the homepage. It's the dark horse, you know, in favor of the dark horse, the four, four dark horse, you know, this year. But it's it shows the driver speed over all the races in the next-gen car, the specific track. That's insane. And and so when you look at this, the dark horse as well, I mean, it, it, first of all, the graphics are awesome. But as you click on, as you click on any one of those, like we'll click on, on, uh, on Las Vegas, if we can find it there, uh, Las Vegas speed rankings. So that's the first one you're talking about. When you look at it, it's, it's fully sortable. You can sort by Las Vegas, 2022, 21 or 23 rather. I'm telling you right now, this is all just laid out in a way that if you want to, if you want to go back and, and sort of fact check us, this is the place to do it. Because if we're telling you that so-and-so, let's say Kyle Larson's super fast on Las Vegas over the last couple of seasons, well, I'm looking here. He's got a 3.5 average speed rank over the last two seasons on this track. You know how I know that? Because Ryan's researched that for us, and he's got it out there. Fifth at Las Vegas 2022, fifth at 2022, number two, second, second. I mean, it's all right there for you. So, I mean, it's just a matter of you being able to pull it up. So, um, I mean, honestly, what what drove you to to want to put all of this out there for everybody? Because this is a very arduous task, and not a lot of people are are willing to do this kind of work for, for people. I guess it's just that I'm really dedicated to it, I mean. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's really it. Yeah, I, I would say <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, this takes some serious... I mean, just, again, like, I've I've used the site now for years here, but... Looking at it again and going through everything, like Rod said, your, your graphics are amazing. Everything looks so just, it looks cool on the page, which is always a bonus. But yeah, I mean, just all the stuff you have available, the speed rankings, um, man, it's just, this is such a great site. I I use a lot of your statistics uh, when it comes to helping make our picks on a weekly basis, as far as, uh, you know, you know, trends on, on this certain types of tracks and, and speed rankings and, the results don't always tell the whole story in a lot of cases. You know, you can go back and you can look last year and you could be like, oh, well, Tyler Reddick, you know, he, he didn't even finish this race. So, uh, you know, whatever. But but then you had I saw you had posted something earlier. I was just going to go ahead and claim this right now, Rod, because uh, you know how much I love Tyler Reddick this year. So uh, I, I'm going to use my my stat from my fantasy race here to, to make sure that I uh, claim him as as my winner. But uh, you had posted about, you know, he had a solid year last year, uh, sixth, 8.4 running average, led 51 of the 53 laps until a parts failure marked the end of his evening. So, again, you know, you look at it, finishes 21st, but 
that doesn't tell the whole story. And that's something that I really like about your site and what it provides is it tells the rest of the story of, uh, you know, what else went on in this race besides just looking at me like, oh, okay, he finished 21st. Who cares? Yeah. I would say I have probably about three, maybe potentially four things, you know, that, you know, expand upon the stories of the races. First, it all starts with a scouting report, which is like in-depth race recap for what happened the last time they race. I make it a little bit more simpler. If a driver has problems, I have another post called the asterisk mark report, which I'll probably come out with that tomorrow for the clash. I'm circling back to the clash. I've been in Coda mode week, you know, for the last week. I mean, <laughs> so much stuff happened at Coda. Like one example for the asterisk mark for report for Coda would be like, uh, uh, Daniel Suarez, one of the best cars, problems late, swept up, you know, in the mayhem. Yep. And then another thing, you know, that's also part of, you know, that really makes races part clear is X-ray. X-ray is almost kind of a, like a throwback to the first iFantasy race tool page I ever made, which was from Yahoo Sports. Yahoo used to have like a, like a, like a chart that maps it out. So I have X-ray, you know, it sh shows the, the running order throughout the race at consistent intervals. And then, you know, I get to use my stylus also too, you know, for that, <laughs> which is, which is, you know, I finally found a use for my stylus, you know, that cost you know, way too much, you know, finally found a use for it, but you know, and then another thing, you know, that helps break it down a little races a little bit more clearly is I have another post called pros rankings, which stands for uh, projected ranking of strength. I always wanted a cute acronym for pros. So, you know, I finally got one, you know, in time, but it shows you what 10 drivers were subjectively the best. In a given race because you can't just look at you know the results and you know believe it yeah that's the worst part about it too is that more often than not if you're just reading the box scores it, it never tells the whole story it honestly just tells you what happened that last lap that that uh, that everybody finished in but you're absolutely right i mean that these asterisk reports and everything and and listen all of that is free so and i know you've got another level of membership so if you're giving away all of that stuff for free you got to tell everybody what's behind closed doors because they're going to want that even more. I mean, I write about every driver every week and I break it down basically into four main posts for four weekly posts for like the fantasy content or the, the, the content you can use basically for betting, you know, DFS, whatever. I break it down into four posts, uh, weekly posts, top tier elite, front runner rankings, mid pack predictions, and then the low tier. So that's basically dividing up, you know, like the 36 car field into four. You know, breaking up all that stuff and then there's also weekend come around post for it where it's kind of like a kind of adding in the weekend information into the mix called confidence we added qualifying and the practice information so basically that post is done after all the information for the week is in and it's only 76 dollars for the entire season folks that yeah, is just, an absolute steal just two dollars a week when i first started ifantasyrace.com the premium part in 2012 actually so you know 12 years now that one person thought oh my goodness this is crazy because i had jordan mcabby with me at that time and then you know there is what he called like uh new hampshire like the magic mile or you know some some wrong name you know some wrong nickname somebody you know they go crazy <laughs> and then they said you want us to pay you know this much you know for the you know people thought it was just so crazy back then yeah that is that's such a steal i mean like you said two dollars per week that's that's absolutely nothing uh, when it comes to how you can use this for your fantasy leagues, for your DFS. I mean, you've got DraftKings specific things, you got FanDuel specific things, you've got every tool on here. So it's yeah, that that price pales in comparison to uh, the amount of information that you're getting and tools that you're getting. One good DFS, we can pay for the whole damn thing. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> That's what I'm saying. So make sure you look out for that. Um, all right, let's talk a little fantasy here uh, as we as we have the man who basically is writing the book on NASCAR fantasy each and every week. So we'll get to that. But let me tell you first about Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Peer-to-peer social betting is new, and it's a much better way to bet. I'm telling you right now, you can bet directly against your friends or other users, not just on sports, ladies and gentlemen, but on pop culture, politics. If the event has a verifiable outcome, you can bet on it with your buddies, plus tons of fun social features that give it that feel of a betting social network. Not to mention Cut offers the lowest VIG and fully customable customizable odds which means you can customize your own bets customize your own odds do everything that you want to make your own bets not only that too but cut handles all of the payment side of things so you never have to chase anybody down for money there's social features like group chats betting leaderboards head-to-head history user profiles fan groups and so much more also rewards get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Reminder that Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to Cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate to learn which bets have or which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. We are in a lockdown dragout battle with every other show in the entire place. We need to have more merch moved. There are very few days left in January. So get yourself your favorite NASCAR gambling, racing gambling. Look, if you want to get other stuff too, that's fine. But just make sure the bosses know that you are coming here thanks to us. I'm going to let you in on a secret deal. All right, it's not a secret, but it's a, it's a good deal nonetheless. You're going to get 15% off of all my all items all month long by using the promo code PLAYOFFS when you go check out. So make sure you get down on that. Buy all your favorite racing gambling merch and support us. Eh, please. Sorry, did I get out of that one poorly again? You, you did a great job like always, Rod. Thanks. I still <laughs> I still can't figure out how to get out of that one. I'm, I'm but January's ending soon. So I won't have to worry about it that much at all. Hopefully they'll have something else for you to have to struggle to get out of because that's always my favorite part. They always do. They always come up with a good one for me to just stumble all over. That's that's their, are you that's doing, their lot in life. Are you doing that live at Curiosity? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you are? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's me straight up saying it every single time. It's, it's always brand new. <laughs> uh, all right. So here's the thing. Uh, as we start talking about NASCAR fantasy, there's several that exist. Obviously, those of you who are, li- are watching and listening to this, you know we cover the DFS part of it. But uh, there's also redraft. There's also uh, there there's also types where you're kind of doing a DFS, not but not every week. You do it once, like a salary cap type of a league, and you draft it once, and you have to roll it out for four or five races in a row. Um, but th- there's so many more, Ryan. 
what have you encountered? Like, what kind of styles other than than redraft and DFS do you see out there uh, that you, that you are actually tailoring your content toward? There is one called Driver Group Game, which is from Darren Foth, who owns a uh, FRCS Pro. He has a game that's basically like continuation of what Yahoo was. So it's basically an allocation based game where you know A tier, B tier, C tier. That's, that's another game. That's crazy. Um, and so what, how does that work? So you, you draft your players every week or every couple of weeks or how's that? Uh, you pick them every week, you know, you're allocated with a certain amount of, you know, starts for drivers in group a, which would be like the best drivers like William Byron. I know the game just came out. I think today, I mean, I retweeted it today, I believe. So, you know, group a would be that type of driver group B would maybe be like Kyle Bush, you know, drivers who, you know, that type of tier and then, you know, see drivers who rookies and you know drivers kind of aren't very good but you know it's an allocation based game cody have you ever done one of those do you uh uh yeah actually i've played on the driver group game before i've got some other ones that are similar in having the tier style where you get like 10 times you can use them during the regular season and then like five times in the postseason stuff like that i was curious it's like you obviously create all of this fantasy content and everything are you in like myself a hundred different leagues and play in a bunch of fantasy games or do you just kind of stick to creating all the info for it and and not so much playing it these days are more in the sticking to the creating the information for it i get my fantasy nascar to with that you know enough and doing dfs and that other stuff <laughs> yeah yeah it's a lot of work to get i mean again all the amount of work and time you spend putting into all this might be tough to to keep up with a bunch of fantasy games as well. <laughs> People send me a lot of invitations and stuff like that. They think that, you know, I just, you know, want to get invited to everything, but you know, I'm very limited on time for that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it'd absolutely. be kind of a disservice, you know, too. Uh, I have a question for you. So thinking back on all your time playing fantasy NASCAR, is there one driver that sticks out in your mind? That's like, you know, like people who play fantasy football and stuff like, there's always that one fantasy football player like, oh, this guy just had a massive season, led me to a title. I'll never forget having this guy on my team. Or or I had him over multiple years, and he always did me so much. Is there any NASCAR driver throughout your time of playing fantasy that like just sticks out as like a fantasy god where it was like, oh, man, he, he always helped me. You know, it's always worth his value, that type of stuff. Uh. There's some drivers who I feel like always burn me whenever I used them. Uh, okay, let's hear that but, list. I, I, but, I like to know that list just as much. <laughs> I I would say, though, that one driver who stands out to me most over the years is Denny Hamlin. I mean, he's good so, things can happen. So consistent. Bad things can happen. He was the first driver. If you were ever search iFantasy Race on YouTube, I actually had used to have a YouTube channel. But, I mean, we're talking about like a decade old that I can't even log into anymore because, you know, I probably used like <laughs> Some weird uh, one-off uh, email address for it. I mean, I can't. I couldn't log into it if my life depended on it. But in that video, it was the very first interview I did for uh, One Bad Wheel, where I was interviewed by like a radio station called. It was it was kind of a pervy fantasy one, where you know, like, what type of fantasy do you want? You know, some type of thing like that. But uh, I, on that one, I said. You know, Denny Hamlin, you know, he wasn't very good and things like that. You know, he has to improve it. We're talking about maybe about circa 2007, 2008. Denny Hamlin needs to improve, you know, intermediate tracks like that. But now after all these years, Denny Hamlin follows me on Twitter. So, oh, that's okay. awesome. I mean, yeah, so, that's even cool. 
<laughs> so so now I can't say anything bad about him. I mean, I I, lo- I love the guy now. I mean, you still so, could, but you know, I could. But Denny Hamlin has actually liked some random tweets of mine too, though, along the way. So, oh, that's pretty cool. The last time he liked my random tweets when I was talking about you know Ryan Blaney, you know, sneaking into the championship, you know, one race winner take all shouldn't be it, you know. Denny Hamlin liked it. So, <laughs> yeah, I could see how he wouldn't necessarily like that format so much. <laughs> but there, I feel like there are drivers who burn me, you know, specifically when I pick them. I mean, like, like Joey Logano. Yeah, well, I want to know that. Joey Logano, whenever I'm like yeah. too high on Joey Logano, you know, he burns me. I feel like Ricky Stenhouse Jr., I've, I've been high on him for years at Super Speedways. Uh, I finally gave up on him for the Daytona 500 last year. You know, good timing. Good timing. You know, I, I gave up on him. I mean, you know, I'm tired of this. He all he does is just wreck on me. But then he finally wins. But you know, one thing about the total speed rankings, even though I don't suggest anybody actually use speed stats, Ricky Stenos Jr. actually ranks number one for total speed rankings at Daytona in the next gen. So it actually holds up to an extent. It does. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I, yeah. You can't look too much into that, obviously, with no. finishing results and stuff. But he's. He is consistently good at those tracks. It's Joey Logano. I tell Rod all the time, like there is not a driver harder in the garage to peg what weeks he's going to show up because he can show up and and lead a bunch of laps and win a race just as much as he can show up and run 20th all day. And you never hear from him. He he is one of the more frustrating drivers when it comes to betting, when it comes to playing fantasy. I fully agree with you when it comes to that, because he just, I can't seem to figure him out. And, And like you said, like, it's like every time I do pick him, he's off. And then when I don't pick him, that's when he's on. Just cannot seem to get a handle on Joey. Today, I was actually proofreading some uh, Clash content today. And there's some some things I always say about certain drivers. And then I realized I forgot to add in my one part for Joey Logano for all the like the shorter flat tracks. Joey Logano has the right amount of hate in his heart, you know, to make good <laughs> things happen. You know, at short at these tracks. Like at Martinsville, Logano, you know, he'll drive right through people and stuff like that, you know. So, oh, yeah. so then your new your new stat is going to be a percentage of hate and heart, right? That's that you're going to go ahead and and chart that for us. He has the right amount of hate in his heart for that type of stuff. <laughs> That's the next tool you'll find on my fantasy racing. Uh, and I and I also have one other saying about Joy Logano at Super Speed. It's, just, it's not in my head right now, but it's like he's the perfect combination of smart and aggressive. There it is, perfect combination yep. of smart and aggressive at Super Speedways. Yeah, that's very accurate i think yeah. he's the only driver who I have two sayings for but you know <laughs> <laughs> he's got a special place <laughs> oh I, I guess i also have a ricky stenhouse jr one that he drives with with uh i can't recall what it is exactly but intensity second to none at super speedways yeah that's fairly accurate and that it but burns La- more than it helps but because last we kind of giving him a run for the money though these years these last few years <laughs> that's no joke yeah <laughs> driving right through people yeah so then when we when we want to start like let's say i want to start a, a redraft nascar uh fantasy contest with my buddies first of all what is the secret number like how many how many of my buddies do i need to get together because you don't want to dilute the pool too much like what's that sweet spot if i want to do a redraft uh, number what what do you what do you suggest ryan well, for my neighborhood league, when it was up to like uh, 15 people, what we actually did is we had it divided into different groups. So that way the draft would actually be kind of fun. So people actually get good drivers because otherwise, you know, with NASCAR, I'd say maybe there's like 15 actually good drivers back, you know, when we did that. So 
I would, I would divide it into like different groups. Like we had a group called like the Winston, you know, different, just different names like that. Like divisions almost. That's, yeah, that, divisions. that's a smart way to do it. Yeah. So that way you don't have, that way you don't have all 32 drivers that are actually, you know, capable, you know, all in one pool. <laughs> like that, this, that's, that makes a lot of sense. I couldn't even imagine having just 30. <laughs> I mean, having to get down to it and saying, yeah, I will go ahead and take Todd Gilliland. And and like mean it. That would that would hurt my soul. And mean it. <laughs> well, you know, with without it used to be, you know, you did like the snake draft or, or the serpentine draft. You know, there's always some sweet spot, you know, where you kind of triple dip, you know, into the the talent. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's what makes it tough to do that. That style with NASCAR it doesn't work as well as as with like football. Are you? Uh, do you follow any other racing? Uh, are you like an IndyCar fan, F1 fan? You just stick strictly to NASCAR. Any other types would, of racing out there? I would say I'm basically cup exclusive. I mean, I want, for me, with how my work schedule kind of works for working on content, Xfinity is kind of like background music in a way, background noise for me in a way. Because when that's going on, you know, I'm writing up, the, you know, finishing up the practice notes, the confidence rankings, putting other stuff to work, you know, putting other stuff, getting it done. Yeah, makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Truck series is kind of entertainment, but you know, I'm just like a casual fan for that type of stuff. I mean, I kind of feel like I get my racing itch filled with cup. It's there you go. Not yeah. hard to do. That's for sure. Yeah, no, it keeps you plenty busy too. <laughs> I mean, the schedule this year is just super crazy. I mean, no off weeks until the Olympics. Yeah, That's it's... that is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, you probably your head probably exploded as you saw that going. You're like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. This. Well, for me, you know, I'd like, you know, like an off week for Easter, a nice off week for, for Father's Day. Yeah. You know, got to keep some of these things clear. I mean, NASCAR is trying to get people in trouble all the time. You know, it's always, you know, something on Valentine's Day, Mother's Day. Now they do Easter. I mean, it's just asking for trouble for some people. <laughs> it really, it is. It's, yeah, you're like, your wife's like, it's Easter. Why is there a race? Well, sorry, honey. I mean, last last year, I mean, with the practice schedule is, oh, you're missing, I'm missing the niece's first birthday party, you know? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a lot of trouble, you know, with all these races. That's funny. With uh, So that's a question, too. You brought up practice. Do you like it better with less practice how it is now, or did you enjoy it more, or was it better better for the for the info and everything when we had a bunch of practices and kind of all throughout the weekend. I like the longer practice schedule, the, the old traditional practice on Friday qualifying, then, you know, like two practices on Saturday. I preferred that schedule. Yeah. But today, if you guys seen it though, that there's actually some breaking NASCAR news that NASCAR is going to change how qualifying works to an extent. Yeah. I saw uh, that. That's top 10 drivers are going to, you know, still qualify one through 10, but then it's going to be, then the rows six through 20, which I don't need, I don't know why they have to say 19 in row 20, you know, but you know, that's all going to be all even and odd. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was interesting. Uh, change. They're always, always tweaking with some of those formats and it's like, do we really need to do this? But I suppose it makes it a little more fair as far as when the groups are out there and everything, but it's a, it's an interesting change. It'll, it'll be helpful in a way for somebody like me who does content because I mean, you'll get that information that much quicker. True. Because for me, what I'd, what I'd always do is I would always uh, wait basically until all the qualifying is done, 
hold my phone up to the TV, you know, record it, you know, as quick as I can. So that way I can begin the process, you know. <laughs> that's old that's school awesome. stuff. Old school and it only happened last year. That's that's insane. Watching the scroll at the bottom and writing stuff down. <laughs> I mean, listen, that's hashtag DGens only for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Real men of fantasy. Yes. I mean, it's a it's a grind. Well, we know that. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we don't even put in as much work as you do, and we know that it's a grind. <laughs> so then, when when we when we're when we're putting all this to use, I mean, again, it's a lot, a lot of information. What's the best way? And and maybe let's tackle this from a, a gambling aspect. What's a be, What's the best way to sort of deploy all of the information that you give us? Because you give us plenty. But, you know, if you give us if, if you give somebody a lot of food and you don't tell them what's the best way to eat it, sometimes it's not going to get eaten properly or, or, or correctly. So what's the best way to use the information that you give us? I would say that probably the best way is kind of have a game plan heading into the weekend, you know, have, know what key drivers to really focus on. But then when the weekend comes around, then you add in like the practice and, you know, the starting position information. That way you can really, really focus in on guys. Because there's some guys who are just going to be, you know, super studs in practice. And there's some guys who were looking great heading to the weekend, but then you won't like them quite as much, you know, following practice. And then they qualify really poorly. So then it's better to go in with sort of a a narrative in your head or should you just let the number speak for itself? Like, I mean, because there's a lot of people that love to to just go in and, and I guess validate what they are already thinking. And sometimes that's dangerous, you know, because you can you can always pull numbers that make it seem like you know what you're talking about. But like, what's the level of come in with an open mind and come in with what you're already looking for? Should you should you balance? I would say it's kind of dependent upon the track, like at Daytona, Atlanta, those places. I mean, you can almost basically set it and forget it. I mean, Daytona, yeah, yeah, in like the dual races, you know, adding that element, but. That doesn't necessarily mean anything because dumb drivers can absolutely tank it. So I would say it's dependent upon the track for, but for like, like an intermediate track, for example, there's drivers that there's me clear trends, you know, a couple races into the season, or you can even have it from trends from like the last few races from last season. who are going to be the clear cut favorites. I mean, there's some question marks, obviously, you know, heading into this year, Toyota, getting a new body Ford having the dark horse, which is going to be slightly different. Uh, Chevy basically staying all the same. So Chevy could, you know, have the early edge, you know, like an intermediate track because, I mean, they were so fast last year to begin with, but they're not going to be, people are going to be learning along the way as much as the other manufacturers. Hope that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I had a question and I totally forgot. Oh yeah, I was, so like looking forward to this year, uh, do you have any like bold prediction or like, is there a driver? Because I know you're you're kind of looking through the races already. You're working on on Coda data. Is there anybody going into the season that you're like, for me, Tyler Reddick? Like I'm very high on him. I think he's going to have a huge breakout season, a really strong season. Is there any drivers so far with you kind of going through stuff that you're thinking? I really think that this driver is going to take a big leap or or the next big step and become even more of a player, or maybe they've been a player and dominate even more than they have in the past. I can't say I really think of like a kind of like a dark horse that can really take the next step. I mean, Tyler Riddick, like you said, you know, he could obviously do it, find a little bit more consistency and stuff like that. But one driver who, I mean, it's not really eating on me for the season, but one driver who's kind of coming on strong to me for the clash 
is uh, William Byron. I mean, you think about William Byron, you know, just two for two at finishing the top 10 at the Clash, for example. Nothing too great. I think it's like a six and a 10th place finish. But And he was also pretty bad at Martinsville. Like for, for the Clash, Martinsville success is something that I would want. But kind of, it's kind of eating up on me 24 and 24, you know, in a way. And even look, it worked at, for Joey a couple years ago, yeah. 22 and 22. And even, even when you think back to the clash specifically, it seems to be that the year number and the car number, those drivers have been strong. Like, for example, one driver's going to be the asterisk mark report for the clash last year is a Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace was actually one of the best last year in the clash. You see, I believe it's an ugly 21st next to him, but hands down, one of the best. Led like 40 laps, booted disrespectfully right at the end by Austin Dillon. Yep. But, <laughs> But for whatever reason, 24 and 24, you know, it's obviously it's not a unique thinking thing on my part, but I think William Byron, actually, when I was doing the mock draft, I actually had William Byron number one for the year. But then I got a little bit nervous right at the end and I made Kyle Larson number one right before, you know, I hit publish. But that's, no, that's really good info. Cause I mean, obviously he won, you know, the most races last season, but it's kind of that question of, does that really stick? And is that something we're going to continue to see going forward or, or does he kind of regress back to where you more expect him to be? And so, you know, if you're a little bit higher on him and, and obviously he's put it together. So, you know, maybe he continues to kind of take that next step and, and become more and more of a player and, and a guy that's near the top every week with, with Kyle Larson when it comes to odds and everything. Yeah. With William Byron, some other thoughts of mine are, that uh, he was actually number one for the season in terms of total speed ranking. So, you know, he fielded the fastest car over, you know, the 36 races. I also like that, you know, his wins were diver across a diverse variety of tracks. Another thing is, you know, he was winning races that he shouldn't be winning races at. I think that's a, ch I think that's a championship attribute to be able to do that. And also another personal theory of mine is that uh, drivers right before they're ready to win the championship, they, t they seem to win a lot of races like the year before. Like before Matt Kenseth won his championship, I believe he won like six or seven races that that previous year, and then he only won like one the next year. But you know, he got that uh, consistency got stuff down. Yeah. So I I kind of think that winning all those races is like one thing that leads you to the next step to be able to get it done. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think that uh, yeah, drivers can really build up on that momentum, get those wins, and then they kind of learn. You know, he made it to the championship race, learned about it. Now if he can get back there maybe takes that next step and, and becomes a champion. So you were talking about him. He's fourth right now on your uh, mock draft rating. So make sure you go to ifantasyrace.com. There's a uh, 2024 Fantasy NASCAR driver ranking slash mock draft. We're on version 3.0 now, uh, which Kyle Larson does top that list. Then Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex, William Byron. I'll only give you the top four. If you want the rest, you got to go to the site. But um, some heavy hitters there. This, well, is that this... one's actually uh, that one's actually from PJ Walsh. Mine yes. is number one, so my link is at the bottom of that one. Your link is at the bottom of that. Oh, there it is, two point oh, driver one point oh. That's from you. You done one, so it's Larson, Byron, Hamlin, and Bell. Those are your four. Oh, that's a little bit different there. You've you got Byron up there a little bit longer or higher. You talked about, but what about Bell? Bell in the top five. I mean, back to back championship final four appearances. I mean, another year of experience under his belt. I think, I mean, he's primed and ready for a big year. Holy cow. He is. Yeah. Rye Cape. In yeah. The what's, chat? Up, Rye? what's up, Rye? What's up, fellas? Hey, what's going on? Uh, yeah, I, I think Bell has the potential to be a guy that really hits big, especially he's kind of along with Ty Gibbs, obviously, but the next chapter of Gibbs and, and seems to be very talented. 
back-to-back Final Four appearances is is nothing to to sneeze at either. So, yeah, he's definitely a guy you you have to watch this season. He just needs a little bit more luck, you know, in that championship Final Four. I mean, if he yeah. didn't have his what was it break problem, break yeah. exploded oh. or something like that. He was my guy this past year, and he was out early. <laughs> I mean, he, he loved his car in practice. I mean, he was ultra confident with it. I believe he said something like, uh, it was the yeah. best car he ever had there. Oh, dang. Damn brakes. <laughs> yeah. So you can yeah. find those on there uh, as well as uh, two other from David Rochester and Ryan Rance. Oh, I'm sorry, Ryan. I cut you off. What was that? I forgot. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my bad um but no there's so much on here i mean honestly you would you would be spending a couple of days going through this and that's the good part about it because you know for us we love to research ours as well and and we do a lot of other and we pull from others but a majority of what you can get to if you just want to start researching on your own and start getting ahead of the game you can find it on on ifantasyrace.com because not only are the speed rankings up now, but they're up for the entire, every track out there. Of course, uh, Ryan just alluded to the fact that he's got his his um, dark horse out there where, where you can go and click on all of the next-gen speed rankings, right? Which is just a fantastic layout of, and it's so simple. I mean, you click on it and you've got all of the tracks right there, except for, of course, uh, the uh, Iowa race, which there haven't been yet at all. And then, of course, the uh, the the Indianapolis Oval, which there's nothing there for yet yet. But I'm telling you right now, folks, if you want to start researching your season as well, you know this is the best place to do it. And I have another uh, new few wrinkles, you know, that I added during the off season. Another is driver rating, which is NASCAR specific stat. You know, their top secret formula that's based on performance across, you know, laps led, whole bunch of different things, you know. Then another one that is new for this year is it's called driver stat links, which is basically a link or track stat links. The driver stat links was already existing one, but the track stat links is a brand new one, which is I have direct stat link to the top uh, websites for like stats based on the specific track, such as uh, FRCS pro driver averages and uh, racing reference direct links. So, I mean, I make it super easy to study. I mean, I am not a website professional myself, really. I mean, I may, I may act like one in a way, <laughs> but there's no way I can make like a database for some of these guys, like some of these other websites do for like drivers stats specifically at Atlanta for finishes and stuff like that across all the different years. I just, I wouldn't even have a clue how to do that type of stuff, but I link directly to it so other people can study for it. Well, and that's, that's really nice too, because even though you're not maybe necessarily able to create that tool specifically, you can still use your site to get to where you need to. So it's a one-stop shop for all the info you need is just right there. So that's uh that is something that's very nice about your site. And that that's really- the, that's the one, t- that's the tool I, I alluded to earlier that even if I'm the only one who uses it, you know, <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I'm going to appreciate won't be, that trust one. me <laughs> because I mean, one thing I really like to use that for is at racing reference. When you look at like, uh, at the bottom of those pages for like things that happen to the driver list specifically, you know, what drivers crashed, it shows you, you know, yep. the laps led, you know, other information that, you know, I couldn't really provide out, but you know, other people have stuff too. So I linked directly to it. Yeah. Love it. I mean, you've replaced all of my bookmarks for all the other stuff and that's exactly it. All I got to do now is just one click and it's, it's there. I don't, I don't have to go searching for anything, which is, I absolutely love it. 
that's what the driver stat link preview or the driver stat links page is basically about too. I mean, direct links for the drivers at all those given websites. Yeah, Indeed. that's awesome. Um, all right. Well, we're going to begin to wrap things up here, but I, I want to give the floor to you, Ryan, just a, a real quick pitch for, I mean, we've pretty much pitched the the thing all, all day long, but just one more final pitch on why folks uh, should be consuming uh, content on iFantasy Race and, and really the, the driving philosophy behind the entire site for, for the users. Well, my website motto is iFantasyRace.com, the way you fantasy race. I mean, it's basically based on how I would, you know, kind of go about all the different stats I would like. I mean, it's almost a labor of love, love in a way. <laughs> but, you know, I don't really have an elevator pitch or anything like that. But, I mean, it's really great, you know, place to look for different stats, speed analytics. I mean, I love speed analytics. Based, you know, when I start first fantasy racing and practice speeds, you know, that was like the main thing. But now, you know, NASCAR, it turns out that they have speed analytics for all different types of things. And I put it out there so everyone can see it. That's awesome. Yeah. And it, again, the site speaks for itself. You, you don't need an elevator pitch to sell it. Like, go check it out. And, and it sells itself. It's got, got a lot of the stuff you need. It's got really everything you need for. And again, like your fantasy games, whatever. Again, I'm in a ton of different types of fantasy leagues, you know, salary cap stuff or or, you know, the group game type of stuff where you pick different ones. There's all sorts of different stuff out there. There's tools in there that's helpful for all of it. Again, if you play DraftKings, um, you know, we're going to use it for underdog this year. You know, we're going to continue doing the fantasy stuff with that, uh, making picks on that. You can use it for that kind of stuff. You can use it when it comes to betting on NASCAR. Um, so, again, it really it is all-encompassing. You can use the, the stats and the data there for everything, everything that we like to do, which is amazing. Highly applicable. <laughs> Highly yes. applicable across so many disciplines, and that's that's the great part about it. So, uh, look, if you want to join a fantasy league, I'm sure Ryan will send you a few of the invitations that he has to politely decline <laughs> uh, as he gets hit up every time. But, um, look, they're not hard to find. Right, right, I know that you get a lot of um, invitations, Ryan, but where where can people easily find a couple of fantasy leagues to join? Uh, I mean, I don't really have any direct links for that type of stuff, but some of the things like you guys said along the way, driver group games, that's my friend Darren Foth's game. I mean, there's also NASCAR.com has a game. Yeah. And we'll have, uh, we'll have our fantasy league for the show that we run through the NASCAR fantasy live. Um, so yeah, that'll be, I don't know if they've activated the game for this year or not. I need to look, but I'll, we'll get that all set up and, uh, we'll have another big gift store merch card uh or gift wow i've <laughs> a merch store gift card that's what i was trying to say there uh for that so so that'll be awesome one more question for you are you a football fan at all i mean you live in michigan got the michigan wolverines here lately detroit lions are you you into football at all or, or not really 100 percent wolverines all the time even in the tough times you know this year was you know a beautiful year i would say i'm a new lions fan i always joke that i'll watch the lions if they're in the playoffs because <laughs> I mean, that's the Lions, one of those things where it's like, I'll never have to worry about this. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, shit, I, mean, I have to do it. <laughs> I've watched more Lions minutes in the last two weeks than I've watched in, you know, the last 20 years, I'm sure. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, it's, it's crazy, but, you know, to make up for it all, you know, my high school team, you know, they haven't won a game in probably about 20 years. So <laughs> it all balances out, right? Yep. Well, I'm a Nebraska fan, so I know all about that. <laughs> Cody knows I mean, nothing. But the Wolverines winning the championship, 
winning, beating Ohio State three years in a row, crushing mighty Alabama. Well, maybe they didn't crush them, but beating mighty Alabama, you know, on the way with all ending, that trash ending talk. Nick Saban, even. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Saban's going to go out that way. I mean, yeah, that's oof. tail between his legs. That's where he's going out. So, but that. That was something super special. I mean, I remember when Michigan won the last championship in uh, 97, but this one. Well, Nebraska won the championship in 97, but Michigan claimed half of it, whatever. Well, <laughs> we know what would have happened if they played on the field. Actually, yeah, I don't Nebraska know. I don't know. But, <laughs> but you know, that's oh, well. <laughs> Michigan winning the championship is just something special, and especially that the tough times are probably ahead now again. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Um, all right. Well, then, as we begin to uh, to get out of here, Ryan, I'm going to give you one last chance to uh, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Because, uh, again, while all of your stuff is great on the website, you also put a lot of great stuff out <laughs> on social media as well. The dude never yeah. sleeps because he's always you get just out. as much good info from his from his Twitter page. <laughs> it, it really I mean, yeah, his Twitter page is chock full of everything good. But there's also more on top of that. So, Ryan, where can everybody find you on social media? Well, on Twitter, it's at iFantasyRace, but I made it a little simpler for people that uh, you don't even have to remember the iFantasyRace part. I actually have a domain link to it. It's Oval Monster. So Oval.Monster. You know, you can go directly to my Twitter, you know. There you go. So I'm, wow, sit so I'm sitting, cool. in that, uh, sitting in that domain just for my Twitter. <laughs> I and love also, it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's perfect because I rolled that out at Dover last year. It's Oval Monster. Perfect. Nice, so nice. Beautiful. I mean, I love it. If I were to have like another domain, that would probably be it because that sounds so cool. Oval monster, does, especially especially with like Godzilla rolling around right now. It just seems a little extra cooler, you know. <laughs> then I have uh, Facebook. I'm not too good at Facebook, you know, but uh, it's facebook.com slash iFantasyRace. There you Perfect. go. Nice. Perfect. Uh, awesome. All right, Cody. How can they find you on social media? Yep. Follow me on the X at Husker underscore Z. Find all of my stuff over there. Uh, I did want to give a plug real quick. Daytona 500 contest. Um, that is live. You can find the link over on X at NASCAR gambling. It's in the pin tweet. It's in the discord sg.pn slash discord. Also, we have a Facebook page, NASCAR gambling podcast. Um, so it's all over there. hundred dollar, uh, hundred dollars and a hundred dollar SGPN merch gift card to the winner. Very simple. Just got to be subscribed to the YouTube channel. Take a screenshot of that pick your winner in the form and that's it easy peasy um so yeah that's uh that's it and we'll be back later this week we got got more lined up we're full full five days a week now next week is clash week oh i can't fucking wait i know I, it's getting so close when, when we get clash week it's all it's all hands on deck again we got a couple of days where we're still gonna kind of you know go over stuff but next week we're hitting it hard we're hitting it fast so yep. be prepared love it uh, all right. Once again, thanks to Ryan Rance for joining us. Make sure you go check out ifantasyrace.com. Fantastic thing. This has been an entire commercial for it, but I don't care because I guarantee you're going to love every second you spend on that site. So um, just have some fun with that. Find me on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on. Royal Rumble happening this weekend. So find the odds over there uh, on the Twitter. And uh, yeah, we'll just uh, have some fun for the rest of the week. And we'll see you again tomorrow. Until then. Let's go racing and let it ride.